You are listening to the System Semi Podcast, episode number 229. Today, we're going to be talking about the five ways to get the word out about your coaching business. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. Super, super stoked to bring this guest on with you guys today because this is definitely an area that I am not super familiar with. And it's really intriguing to me how people really leverage publicity in their businesses and especially their coaching businesses, right? I think we think of publicity for like product-based businesses a lot, but we don't think about it in a coaching realm. And so I think you guys are really going to enjoy this juicy episode. And so let's get to it. So Miss Lisa, how are you doing today? I am fantastic and super excited for this conversation, Jordan. I think that not enough people know how easily accessible publicity is. So I'm really excited to make it very like tangible for everyone who's listening today. Yeah. So let's go ahead and have you talk a little bit about you and your business before we get into it. Sure. So what I do and what I love to do is help coaches shine and stand out like the experts that they are. The thing that I never want my clients to do is be the best kept secret in their industry. So what I teach coaches how to do is to leverage the audience of others so that they can get in front of more people in a super powerful way. I love that we have Facebook ads. How powerful is it that we can go into the back and decide exactly who we want to see our content? But the truth is that ads don't buy authority. When you get featured in Forbes or when you're speaking on stage, that's really when people truly see you as an expert. And that's what I love to help people do. Yes. And I think, you know, a lot of folks in my sphere do get tripped up about feeling like they are an expert. They want to go get certifications to prove they're an expert. They want to go and have years and years of experience before they earn the title of expert. And I just totally deny all of that. Um, I have zero certifications with about anything that I do. My degree is in journalism and I'm doing tech and productivity and systems. So, you know, I think that it's really crucial to be able to show that you can level up and show up as an expert using publicity and using what you do know in the media. So with that, again, we are going to be talking about specifically five ways to get the word out about your coaching business. And so talk to me about what your clients' businesses really look like before they start using publicity, or maybe they've used it and it hasn't gotten results before. Yeah. So what I hear from my clients is that they were creating a lot of content, but the truth is they're just showing up in front of the same people over and over again. So chances are most of us are active on Instagram stories, Instagram static feed, Facebook. But the challenge with that is we're getting in front of the same people over and over again. And like I was saying before, even when we leverage or we add on to that organic content and we start doing paid content, ads don't buy authority. So what I've seen with my clients is when they start getting featured, you know, whether it's on Forbes.com, MSN.com, or even if they have bricks and mortar businesses getting featured on, you know, breakfast television, which is here in Toronto, the largest morning TV show with 1.7 million viewers. What happens for them is number one, they start to get in front of new warm leads. So we're all pretty familiar with, you know, marketing to cold traffic, but what is it like when you can show up in front of people in a way that you're bringing them value and that they trust you? 
So it's a really high quality way to get in front of people. It calls forth your warmest audience. And they've already put their hand up and said they're interested because they've read this article that you contributed to or they've watched you on this segment. So now how do we bring them into our world so we can continue to market them? I notice a lot of my clients typically will say they tend to forex their business after getting in front of people using publicity because number one, you're leveraging other people's audiences. And number two, like if I have a choice between Tony Robbins as my life coach or person XYZ, I'm gonna choose Tony Robbins because he's the one with the New York Times bestseller. He's the one who's been featured on all the outlets. So how can you take those kind of accolades and use them in your business to show up powerfully? I mean, I think that a lot of people, it seems very intuitive and almost you forget how you see other people. I love like the Tony Robbins example because it's like, why do we put him on a pedestal? Well, it's because we see him all over the news. We hear his interviews on podcasts. We see his videos on Netflix. Like he is everywhere. And that whole, I don't, I'm totally going to botch this like quote or stat or whatever this is, but <laughs> like it takes, I think people like 14 times to like see you before they purchase anything from you. And so how are you staying top of mind with people and publicity and PR can totally help you do that. So go ahead and start walking us through those five ways that we can start to get the word out about our coaching businesses. We have service providers as well and how we can really leverage and maximize that. Yeah, there are a variety of ways to do. And just like you said, we're going to speak into five of them today. And one of the things I always want people to keep in mind or think about what are your gifts and what are your business goals. So, you know, if you're somebody who's really freaked out by the camera and you hate going live, let's not take TV as the example that's necessarily going to be the perfect fit for you. Maybe stages isn't going to be the thing. But if you're somebody who loves to write, maybe writing an article is. So as I share the five, really think about what are the things that you shine at so you can use one of those things that's naturally aligned to you to put yourself out there in a way that you feel confident and comfortable doing. So let's play around with some fun ideas. So the first one that I'm the best known for is traditional media. So as a publicist, I'm really good at getting my clients to become regularly featured experts on their local TV stations and magazines, newspapers, traditional media like that is something I'm really good at helping my clients get into. I love traditional media as a way to get in front of your ideal client because they have a way bigger reach than you do. So let's share an example of one of my clients, Leanna. Leanna is a personal trainer and she's all about like being a super fit, like bikini competitor mom. Not everyone's going to resonate with that. And that is totally okay. But the moms who have the same vision are going to let are they're going to gravitate towards her. So the example with Leanna is she got featured on pop sugar, a really hot site for millennials. And on her uh, story, they had an eight page slideshow about how Leanna lost 30 pounds while still eating pizza. And what's really cool about seeing the stats on that story on pop sugar's website. So number one, they get about I'm going to, I hope I get the numbers right. I think there's somewhere around 5 million people land on their site every month. And then their Instagram account has over a million followers. So her article got shared 1300 times in one week on pop sugar site. Guess what? Most bloggers, that probably doesn't happen on your site. So she got in front of 1300 new people. Then that article was also published to msn.com and yahoo.com. So it got in front of a ton more people there. Plus, they put her story on their highlights reel on Instagram. So Leanna has something like a few thousand followers on Instagram, but she certainly doesn't have a million. And when they posted her on the highlights, now she has people coming to her Instagram from seeing her story on the pop sugar feed. So that's a really, really powerful way to get in front of people. Somebody's already built her ideal audience. So how can you show up and give value to that audience? 
and then get in front of a ton more people. I mean, I think it's so, you know, when it comes to your own platforms, even when you are sending, you know, new Instagram posts every day or even emailing people, you know, you may have a thousand people, 10,000 people, whatever, but not all thousand or 10,000 are actually even seeing your content or your articles or your blogs or your podcasts. And so, I mean, the fact that you know and can track that you got your client or whatnot got 1300 actual people viewing her article and coming to her platform just shows like, again, there's something about, you know, linking up with pop sugars of the world, MSNs of the world, all of that, that automatically put you at expert status with, and the people in your Instagram and whatnot already know how great you are. It's time for you to find more new people to see your expert level. So I love that. All right. What's next? Okay. So another fun way to get more people to know who you are is speaking. So I always joke around that I have only child syndrome. Like I love when people pay attention to me. I have no problem hopping on a stage in front of 3000 people and being like, Hey, everyone put your phones down. I'm on stage now. So what is a way that you can, if that's your personality type, again, remember I said, let's focus in on your personal gifts now, how can you get in front of people? So if shows listeners are anything like me, I am a learning junkie. Like I was on 50 flights last year going to various conferences and masterminds. And the truth is there is a difference between the way we see someone sitting beside us in the audience versus the person who is speaking from the stage. So a lot of what we want to do is really influence how people perceive us. How can you be that person who actually speaks on stage to deliver an address? Now, obviously, with the current events of the world, it's interesting to go from 50 flights in 2019 to a whopping zero in 2020. That's what it looks like it's going to be. But of course, virtual speaking is a huge opportunity as well. So that could be uh, being a guest expert on a summit. That could be going into somebody else's Facebook group and doing a training. So where is somewhere that you can take the content, the things you were going to speak about on your own platforms anyway, but now how can we deliver that and amplify it to a bigger audience and an audience that doesn't already know us that we're getting in front of more people? Oh yeah. I definitely love to speak. I've done a ton of different summits, interview series, guest trainings, all of that. And actually this year, right before all of the shutdown happened and almost got caught in San Diego because of it was a speaking engagement. And, you know, I got asked to do it and it was for copywriters and whatnot. And I help service providers streamline their business. And, you know, I would have spoken anyway. And there was a bonus benefit of someone else on the panel and I'll say her name Jasmine Starr my audience like is obsessed with her and so when I saw that she was going to be on the same panel as me I was like heck yes I'm doing this this like is a no-brainer for me because now my audience and I'm definitely not making as much money as her but (laughs) they can relate us together and I can look like the same level of expert that Jasmine Starr is just by proximity and so I love that you talk about, yes, like being on stage and what that can elevate you to, but also, you know, I don't see panels as a knockdown or whatever, because I'm not a keynote. I'm like, dude, proximity. Like if I have other people on this panel that are seen as experts and I'm sitting next to them, that's bonus points for me. So I'll take it all day. Right. So I love that you brought up speaking as, as an option. 
And I want to layer onto that because like part of the reason I left is because I had the exact same experience as you last summer. So I've been speaking for maybe about three years now. And I finally got accepted to speak at Mind Body Bold in 2019. And the keynote speaker was Rachel Hollis. And another one of the key speakers was Kristen Bell. So how cool is it now I can lean on Lisa Simone Richards has spoken on the same stages as Kristen Bell and Rachel Hollis, just like you having been able to say, having spoken on the same stages as Jasmine Starr. So that kind of proximity, just association alone elevates the perception of your brand. Yep, exactly. Love it. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. All right, what's next? Okay, so one thing that you started speaking into just now that I'm going to layer into is you mentioned guest training, and that is another fantastic kind of out of the box way to get in front of new leads. Now, I love guest training. So hold on, let me paint a picture of what it looks like for me, and then I'll share why I love it so much. So for example, I'm a visibility strategist, and through the masterminds I'm a part of, I happen to know a lot of business coaches who host their own mastermind groups. So I'll often reach out to them, and like one of the people I love to work with is Sasha, who's actually a client of mine now. So I might say, hey, Sasha, I was curious, would it be beneficial for your clients who are building businesses if I came in and did a free 60-minute training teaching them three ways that they could get publicity for their businesses. And I love the idea of this because something that's really important to me is creating a win-win-win situation. We all get to win with everything. It's never, it's always a give and take. So it's a win for me because I get to get in front of new leads. It's a win for Sasha because she gets to surprise and delight her clients with something that may not have already even been planned for when they signed up for her program. And it's a win for the clients because they're getting access to content and knowledge that they wouldn't have otherwise received as a part of this program. So I'll go in, I'll do a 60 minute training. And usually my strategy, which I'm going to give away to your listeners, is at the end of a 60 minute training where I just pour my heart into giving them a ton of value. I'll offer, if you want a customized plan, you know, here's a link where you can get on a 30 minute call for me. This is what you're going to get from it. And the investment for the call is $97. Typically I'll get maybe five or six people on, let's say, you know, a 12 to 20 person mastermind who end up picking up that call. Great. A little extra side change in the pocket, but the, where the money maker is in this is usually number one, the person who's hosting the mastermind training is impressed by this content and they end up working with me. And there are usually one or two people who are in the group who decide to take that next step and work with me as well. So guest training, I think it elevates you in a smaller audience. It brings in really warm leads and it feels a lot more comfortable than putting yourself on a huge stage. But at the same time, it also brings in a wicked return if you do it properly. 
That's so true. I think I w- hadn't even thought about, honestly, guest trainings being a publicity or, or PR type thing, but I, that it really is what it is. And so is that something that you feel you can pitch yourself for? Or do you feel like it's more along the lines of, you know, connecting with people that would then ask you to be, I've never heard of people pitching themselves for guest trainings, but it's a super fascinating thing to think about. Yeah, you know, it's very much relationship based. I have tried in the past where I'll reach out to someone who I don't have a relationship with. And I'm like, hey, I'd love to do this training. And I think it's kind of seen as vulturish if you don't have that already pre existing relationship. So it's part of the reason I love being in mastermind communities, because I'm networking, I'm meeting my peers, they know me, so they trust me, and they're willing to bring me in front of their audiences, knowing that I truly do want to give and serve and the right people are going to come my way. And that's awesome. So definitely leveraging the network that you already have does work best for offering to do guest trainings and masterminds. I haven't had as much success if I do it with a totally cold lead. And oh, sorry, you had also asked about pitching. I fully pitch myself for them. Like, I mean, five years later in the industry, like I have a pretty decent network of names that I can reach out to. And I have a template that I say, hey, this is what I can offer. Here's a link to a video of one that I've done before. Would this be something that's useful to your audience? I think the thing that makes it different when I pitch is it's always about would this be of value to your listeners? Would this be of value to your viewers? Because if it's not, why am I coming in there? I want to make a difference and then pull the right people in. Awesome. I love that. All right. What is the next way? Okay. So number four, this is something really, really like if you're just getting started, you can totally do this. And this is contributing guest content. Now, one thing that we have to keep in mind Think about your own consumer behavior and know that your ideal client is doing the exact same thing. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to go buy something, I am Googling it. I want to see the research and the reviews. Where is it showing up? Is it the best? Who are the competitors? (laughs) I always lean on the example. If you've watched Master of None on Netflix with Aziz Ansari, there was an episode where he and his buddy were going to get tacos and they spent so long Googling the best taco in New York that by the time they left and decided on a place, everything was closed. So your ideal client is doing the same thing to you. And if you're only showing up on your own website, that's not powerful enough. So when you're contributing guest content, what this means is you're writing for other sites, creating videos for other sites so that you're not just showing up on your own properties. And I want to give everyone a quick tip that they can literally put into place right now. Head over to Google, type in quotation marks, write for us. W-R-I-T-E for us and whatever your industry is. So it can be right for us nutrition, right for us systems and processes, right for us business coach. And you're going to get a bunch of sites that are looking for content from people like you. They may not be the biggest and the most prestigious, but they're definitely a good start for getting your name out in other places. And like I said earlier, let's think about your gifts. Are you someone who's a little bit nervous to put yourself out there? And the idea of going live on stage or on camera is like way too much. If you're somebody who enjoys writing, this is a perfect way to sit behind the computer, craft out all your thoughts, come back and edit it and feel really confident by the time you put it out there. So contributing guest content is an amazing way to actually start getting in front of more people without the pressure of necessarily having to go live. What a fun little tip. I appreciate that because again, I think people are looking for those contributing article opportunities. And, you know, I've heard of like, Harrow and whatnot, help a reporter out and being able to be interviewed or be able to submit for an article. However, just a simple Google search with the good old Boolean quotes can make it really easy for you to search and find those opportunities as well. So that's awesome. I love that. And all right, what is the fifth way that people can get their coaching business out there? 
Okay, so similarly to guest training, this is also highly based on pre-existing relationships. And the good thing is when it's on relationships, it takes a lot of the pressure off. It's so much easier for me to go to a friend and say, hey, would you be down to do like a lead magnet cross promo? Then it may be for me to reach out to the local news and say, hey, would you like to have me come on and do a segment on the best crunches for your ads? So with cross promotions and joint ventures, that could look like, is that going live in somebody else's Facebook group and doing a training with them? Could it be an Instagram takeover, for example, where you trade passwords for the day and you're shooting stories and content on their IG, leaving your handle, telling people a very clear call to action to follow you, and they're doing the same? Could it be something, like I said earlier, a lead magnet swap? So there are so many ways that you can leverage your existing network. Find somebody who is complementary to you, not competitive. So actually, just before we got on this call, I was speaking with a client who's opening a new wellness practice. So I was saying to her, great, let's look for the local healthy eateries and the local juice bars to see if they would like to come and sponsor your live event with some complimentary, you know, food and beverages for the guests who attend. Because someone who comes to your clinic is probably interested in putting good fuel in their body as well. So this is a way you can both get a win getting in front of the right people. And again, it doesn't typically have to cost money. Does it maybe look like you're launching something and you can use affiliates so that they get, you know, a kickback when somebody purchases your program from them? So there are so many different tools that you can really play with and have fun with so that you can get somebody else to share what you're putting into the world. And of course, it's always about a win-win. If you believe in what they're doing as well, you can share that too. And what I love too is the sponsorship opportunities and the partnership opportunity. I'm a big affiliate person. Like I have a, an event that we have over 60 affiliates and a few sponsors. And so it is a beast (laughs) to manage. And thankfully I have an affiliate manager. However, like it is, I get so much joy out of partnership. And if you're somebody who values connection in your business, then going all in and, you know, affiliates, sponsorships, JV opportunities, stuff like that is really an awesome way to go. And I love that you brought that up because that's totally my jam. If I could just do that, which honestly, I feel like I probably could, (laughs) I would really uh, just like enjoy my life. So I love that. So go ahead and walk us through again, some top line, the five different ways, uh, just as a good recap. Okay, I'm going to do my best to get these in order of how I spoke to them. So one way we talked about was getting featured in traditional media. That is building up those as seen on logos on your website, being quoted or interviewed in an article for somewhere like Pop Sugar, Forbes, Fast Company, Inc., whatever the target publication is, that's going to create authority and credibility for you in your business. We talked about live and virtual speaking. So should you be speaking at live conferences once the world you know, reopens? Or is that getting onto podcasts similar to this one so that you can actually have yourself heard? We talked, and one thing that I'll also say that I love about virtual speaking, guys, we're all playing the Zoom game right now, like professional on the top, chilling on the bottom. It's amazing. We also talked about doing guest trainings in other people's groups. So is there somebody who has a collaborative and non-competitive mastermind that you can go in and pour so much value into these people that they actually can't help but wanting to come and take this small ticket offer so that you can help create a personalized result for them and then if it's a right fit, you can enroll them into something that is a bigger way to work with you. Okay, number four, we talked about contributing guest content. So that was simply heading on to Google you named it the Boolean search of right for us in your industry so that you can actually 
all that work you're putting onto your Facebook group or you're writing onto your blog, let's amplify it, put it on their sites so it can get in front of more people who want that information and position you as the authority and the expert who created it. And then finally, the last thing we talked about was doing cross promotions and joint ventures. So who are people that you know that you can collaborate with? Whether that's doing an affiliate, whether that's you mail for them and they mail for you. Maybe that's swapping Instagram handles and doing a takeover or Facebook and somebody else's group. But how can you guys just share audiences with one another in a powerful and valuable way? So deep breath. That was the five ways. <laughs> I love it. And so talk to us about any tools that you think would be helpful for us to manage if we are doing affiliates, if we're, again, trying to keep track of the contributing articles or speaking, pitching, all of that stuff. What are tools in your business that you use to help manage those? Oh my God. Okay. So this is a fun question to ask because I am Miss Control Freak. I like to do everything myself. And I recently read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which has changed my life. I love the concept of other people's time, other people's money. If you guys have read the book, you know, OPT and OPM. So what's my resource now? hiring people. I have a virtual assistant who's managing a number of things for me. I'm working with somebody on Upwork who I was just like, hey, can you just go find every single podcast I've been on, pull them into a doc for me? So I'm actually really relying on support to help me with that kind of thing now. When it comes to like, you know what the truth is, we're so good at helping other people at, you know, the service we offer, but we're kind of kind of shoddy on doing it for ourselves. So I'm the publicist who's super good at getting her clients out there and has to make a point of remembering to publicize herself. What works for me is just dropping it in my calendar. Like I know my power hour is like seven to 9 PM. I can be on the couch catching up on some YouTube videos and I can send out, you know, I make a goal every Tuesday, send five podcast pitches on the Friday, send those five follow-up emails. And just having that practice consistently in place. Like if I'm sending 20 pitches a month, I can be pretty confident knowing I'm going to get four yeses because I know my conversion rate. So if you're doing that steadily and you make that a consistent practice, again, system saves those podcasts, this is what's going to actually really create the result, not just doing it once or twice. And you know, whether you get the results or not, you have to do it consistently to have a long-term positive effect in your business. I so agree. And yes, I'm a big fan of hiring and especially with, you know, opportunities. I definitely hired somebody, I want to say she was on Upwork too, to literally create a master list of podcasts that I could pitch myself to in these different categories. And she, and it was this whole spreadsheet where it was like the name of the podcast, the host, the host email, you know, what I even have in common with the host, who their listeners are, like how many episodes they've had, like all of the things. And it was super helpful because I don't even know, like I paid her, I don't know, maybe $200 to give me that full list. I want to say it was 200 podcasts. Like I think it was literally like a dollar, essentially a listing or an entry. And that will last you a while and will give you some leverage to, again, I'm not really big on like spray and pray. I'm very intentional. So you got to comb through the list and determine who really is the best fit. And then start to tailor your pitches and your outreach from there, essentially. So I love that you mentioned hiring as a tool even as well. So, and go ahead and tell the listeners where they can get some more of your goodness, especially an awesome quiz that you have for them. Yeah. Okay. So if you've heard these five ways to promote yourself and you're like, Oh, I just don't know which one the best way for me to start with is because I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my money and I don't want to waste my energy. I would love to invite you to take a quiz that I recently developed. It's called uncover the best way to get the word out about your coaching business. And you can take that quiz at www.lisasimonerichards.com slash quiz. And as you go through the quiz, remember at the beginning, I talked about what are your personal gifts? 
we're going to identify both your personal gifts as well as your business goals. And with those two items we're taking into consideration, I'll tell you which one of those five is the best methods for you to personally get started with. And I'm also going to send you a training video so you can put it into action. So you're not just getting some cool information. You're actually going to get a training on how to get started. Yes, I love it. And my people love training. So where else can people find Morgan is about you website, social media, all the places? Oh, I'm just getting good about showing up on social media a little more regularly. But any and everything you want to know about me is available at www.lisasimonerichards.com. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much again, Lisa, for really sharing with us again, five ways you can pick one, you can pick a few, I wouldn't say do all five (laughs) to start with and to start getting traction and visibility in your business. So thanks again, Lisa, for coming on. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.